This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're an athlete or if you just like to train, or if you like to exercise, or even if you're getting up there in age. Everyone needs faster recovery to do their everyday life. Go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com and check out what they have there. They have balms, they have roll-ons, they have tonics, anything that you need CBD-wise, they have. It's all legit, it's all tested, it's all good. I've used it myself, this is coming from the horse's mouth, and I love it. So by you listening to the show you will get 25% off. Use promo code THEPODCAST25 and they pretty much ship anywhere. And if they don't, then they'll tell you where to get their stuff anyways. And also, if you're a woman that so happens to listen to the show, go to poppyapparel.com and buy yourself something nice there. They have everything from accessories to clothing to apparel. Everything that a woman needs or wants, they have it. And because you listen to the show as well, you'll get 10% off. They ship worldwide. That I know for a fact. And if you spend over $50... It is free shipping. So use promo code THEPODCAST with a D to get 10% off. And as I mentioned on my previous episode, wehavemerch.com is shutting down. So you will not be able to buy my merchandises anymore for now until I find a new home for them. But you have until February 28th. They also ship worldwide. And if you're listening to the show and you want to listen to it somewhere else, we're also available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and the Pod Bros Network. So go to podbros.com. I am a part of their network. There's also a bunch of other podcasts on there. Check out, check them out. They're just as good as mine. Not better, but they're just as good. You can't say that they're better because no podcast is better than this one, obviously. But go to podrolls.com, and if you shop on Amazon, click on their Amazon banner. It takes you two seconds, free of charge, helps them out, helps me out. So this week, my guest is a freelance host, a streamer, a video game wrestling MMA enthusiast, and a host on EP Daily. Mr. Jose Fubar Sanchez. Ooh, <laughs> oh, you, you like the air horn as well? Uh, air horn, gotta have air horn. Okay, because one of my co-hosts actually was on and all he did was 
berate me with the air horn because he had it on his phone. So every time oh, yeah. something was going down, he would, oh, it was so annoying. I fucking hated that episode. It's one of my favorite apps. Just to annoy the shit out of people. <laughs> That's exactly it, right? <laughs> so for those who don't know you, who is Mr. Jose Fubar Sanchez in a sentence? Can you pull that off? Um, yeah. Ooh, a sentence. Um, <laughs> I know I've just been an avid lover of video games and wrestling for my whole life and have been lucky enough to get to talk about it on television and the internets for 15 years now. Wow. God, that's a long time. Wow, that is, that is. That makes me feel old because uh, not to blow your horn a bit, so to speak, but... I've been watching you on EP Daily since probably the first time you made your appearance there. So that makes me feel old because I was watching EP Daily in my teens. So if that was 15 years ago, then, yeah, I'm getting up there, too. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily, everything worked out for me. It was all perfect timing. All, the synchronicity of everything worked out well. Um, so I cannot complain about that. And it's, it's given me a lot of longevity. So how did it exactly go down? How did you get your role on EP Daily or Electric Playground when it was known back then? Sure. Uh, well, the short condensed version is uh, when G4 first started, uh, I found out like the, the day of the channel launched. And the first show I saw was Judgment Day, which was reviews on the run in Canada. Right. Um, and I couldn't believe that reviewing video games was a job. <laughs> so um, I joined G4's forums. I got in. I started keeping track of every game that Vic and Tommy reviewed right? Uh, with all their pros and cons and just kept like a stat on the, the forum so people can go like, if they miss, what do they say? What do they, you know, right, the right. little quips they made. Uh, and then I just got in super good with Vic and Tommy on the forums and I just sent them a message over the holidays one year and I said, hey, if you guys are ever in the Bay Area, I'd love to come and, you know, like help out any way possible. Oh, and wow. Vic had reached out and said, yeah, we do this event called the Game Developers Conference in San Jose right? in March if you want to come and you know, hang out and see what we do. And I was like, I'm in, done. <laughs> and I went to that for, thought it was like three days. And then after that, they were like, you seem cool enough. You want to come to E3 and be our PA? And I was like, uh-huh. Wow. You want to go to E3? It's like saying, you know, <laughs> you want to go to the Super Bowl? If, I mean, if you're not doing anything. Right. Yeah, no, I, w- I want to go to E3. Um. So, and then I was just, I was a PA for a couple years. And then uh, when Vic and Tommy reviewed, when Raw and SmackDown had separate games. Right. Whew, Right after they changed the, they got the F out of the logo. Right, right. Uh, they called it WW in the review. So they're like, coming up today on the show, we're talking about WW Raw versus WW SmackDown. Are you serious? I didn't even catch that. And, and I'm a huge wrestling nerd as well. So we have a lot in common. So oh, yes. feel free nice. to nerd uh, out on me. So I you immediately messaged them and I was like, you guys put this on TV. Right. And you, this is terrible. They're like, there's no E in the logo. I'm like, it doesn't have to be. What? The Yahoo logo was just a Y and an exclamation point, but you know it's Yahoo. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh, I told them they could never do anything else about wrestling. Wow. Uh, and so Vic came to me and said, hey, there's this event. I know you've been wanting to host uh, for us. Do you want to host this event in L.A.? It's for some new wrestling game. And I was like, sure. Right. Like, yeah, it's uh, for WrestleMania 21. So I got to go to WrestleMania 21. Nice. And, and host my first uh, Electric Playground gig. And the first person I ever interviewed was Stacy Keebler. Was it? Really? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Lucky you, eh? And especially back then, too, when she was in her prime. Yeah. Uh, no, the most awkward part about it was it was right when the PSP came out. Okay. And I ha- and I had one, and I just happened to have a very um, a seductive picture of Stacey Keebler <laughs> on my PSP for God knows what reason. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and Vic's like, you should show her. Oh, That'd no. That'd be awesome. 
Okay. So me in my heyday listening to the boss, I'm like, sure, Vic, <laughs> let's do this. How I'm like, so Stacy Kabler, have you had a chance to check out the PSP? Oh, it's great. It plays games and music and it holds pictures. Right. She's like, Well, that's pretty weird. And I was like, Well, you look better in person than you do on my PSP. Oh my god. Was she slowly backing away at that point? It was it was kind of the end of the interview anyway, but I was just like, I'm just gonna go for it. I've, I've oh. done a lot of uh, I've done a lot of mischievous endings to interviews for the past few years in my career but that was uh that was the first one. Oh my god okay so you've reviewed games as well on reviews on yeah. the run with your partner in crime ben silverman now oh, yeah um i always wanted to know when you guys have a deadline for, uh, so to speak and you can't get to it what what happens do you just i don't want to reveal the current but do you just fly off a whim or do you just go off the one guy who has played it or do you ask for an extension how, how does it exactly work no i mean for the most part it was a, it was a grind man people think oh you review games that's yeah. awesome i'm like I know. For, but for reviews we had to review four or five games a week mm. that grind was real like and especially for me i'm a completionist like i love to get as far as possible if not fin- like if a sports game you're not going to finish a sports game of course you can, you know, yeah obviously um, but for, I mean, I've had some epic journeys of just grinding through. And if it was a game that was going to take a lot longer, then hopefully we'd get an early enough copy of it to where, you know, like the company would be like, we want you guys to put in a fair review for it. We're going to get it to you a couple weeks in advance so you can play it for a little bit. Nice. Yeah, that helps. But there's some grinded, man. I mean, like, <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with a review, but I just uh, I just streamed the first two Kingdom Hearts games last week. Okay, and right. I did 60 hours of streaming wow. of just those two games. And that's in a week. Right. Like in a, within a seven-day span, it was just 60 hours of Kingdom Hearts to prepare for, for, for part three. And then three came out, and I'm like, I can't even I can't even touch it right now. <laughs> I'm in an overload of Kingdom Hearts. I just need to take a break, take a breather, and I'll get back to it. You know, give it a couple of weeks to dial in, and then I'll be back. Yeah, no, yeah, because uh, I had Scott on, and he said the exact same thing, that the grind was that there was just too much to do at, with so yeah. little time. And those guys, man, I mean, they get to review movies, which is like, oh, awesome. Oh, that's right. They also two, did that you get, too. You get a two-hour chunk. It's like, and then you have to immediately go into the process of, okay, I need to review this movie right now. Like Vic, uh, Vic Ben and I reviewed, was it Rogue One? Okay. Whatever Star Wars movie, they, they did sure. a screening at uh, Lucas for us and we were all there. So we, oh, nice. it was the first, I think it was one of the first, I mean, Vic reviewed Doctor Strange also, but it was one of those times I'm like, oh yeah, man, the process of watching a movie and then immediately going into critiquing it. Right. And then after we scored it, we're like, that movie was great. And then we went out to dinner afterwards. We're like, well, shit, we, we forgot some of this stuff. You start talking about it more and more and more. And you're like, damn, really can't, it's hard to do it in a four or five minute review. Mm-hmm. And after the fact, a couple hours later, you're like, well, no, I didn't. Did I like it as much as I thought I did? Yeah, no kidding, right? And and, and that's the other thing. Okay, what about long games? Like you mentioned, some you just put in like sixty hours with two two full games. I'm yeah. actually in the process right now of playing Red Dead Two, and mm. I don't know how long I'm in, but I'm in pretty deep. And I'm not even doing all the side shit, mind you. I'm just doing strictly uh, the, the story, and that's it. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I don't have time for all that stuff. A buddy of mine actually did everything, and I don't know how he did it, but shout out to you, Pedro. I don't know how the fuck you did it, but... Vote for Pedro. I don't know. I like... Uh, but When I was younger, I liked longer games, but now that I'm getting older, I think a good solid 8 to 12 hour experience is good enough for me. I don't need these 30 to 60 hours, or even like an Assassin's Creed that's 100 hour plus. I, I don't need these experiences anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, it it really depends on the experience. You know, like the when God of War came out, I think I put 50 hours into God of War just because I was having oh, wow. such a good time playing as Kratos again and just, boy, <laughs> boy, right. boy, boy. It's like I wish there was a boy counter every time that popped up in the game. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, some games are just like, why is this game so long? Like, this is so, it's so tedious. Like, even with Red Dead, like, I bought the $100 edition of Red Dead. Because oh, I was okay. like, hell yeah, I'm right. so in. This mm-hmm. is going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. I played it for about 10 hours, and now I'm just like, I don't really care about shaving. Right. Bathing. Thank you. It's a tough enough struggle in real life to be like, oh, do I have to get in the shower? <laughs> yes, I do. got to be a little humane. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, it's to each his own. Every, there's some people that can just go in and do that. Right. And like, it's like the people, like the professional gamers who like only play one game. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a willpower I do not have. I cannot dedicate, unless we're talking about Dead Cells, one of the greatest games ever made. Dead Cell? What's Dead Cell? Oh my God, Dead Cells? You don't know Dead Cells? Please enlighten me. I I have a very short term memory, wink, wink. So I, I really don't remember games from the past. Experience that came out. Oh my God. I think it was two summers ago now oh, wow. early oh, access on steam and i put hundreds of hours into this game really so what is it it's just there's just it's that you play this little character who's got a weird flame head okay uh the weapons there's a variety of different weapons you have uh like arrows and uh, swords and all kinds of shields and you just you're going through this trying to figure out what the hell's happening in this world i still don't know i played this game for hundreds of hours i really have no idea what the whole story behind it is there's okay. a, there's a villains you fight there's a clock tower you climb there's a hand of the king um, sure. but they keep adding stuff it's, at least on the steam version they keep adding new things so there's always new updates and okay okay that's uh, cool. there's all kinds of they keep adding new stuff it's also it just came out on ps4 xbox oh, and okay. uh switch last year right and I put another 150 hours on my switch in that thing oh wow i just i just i don't know i just i wish i could like spelunky was one of my favorite games ever. I would always talk about that on reviews. It's another it's right. procedurally generated games. They're yes. not the longest experiences, mm-hmm. but you can get a, hours and hours of endless joy from them. Right. Um, and Dead Cells scratched that itch for me until Spelunky oh. Two comes out. They announced Spelunky Two a year ago. Right. I'm still waiting. They showed some video of it last year. I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna be the one. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind Spelunky actually because I had it on on the Vita. I don't mind those type of games when it's handheld. I don't need those games on like a big screen. That's just my opinion, though. I need it everywhere. <laughs> I guess so. I need so. it in hell. I need it mobile. I need it in my brain. I need it in VR. I need everything. So what's your favorite game of all time, then? That's a tough one. I mean, a favorite game of all time. I've got... It's like, there's just so many. Like, my one of my favorite Nintendo games ever, River City Ransom. It was just It was just something about that game. Just It was like, I loved Renegade. Yes. Double Dragon, and yes. then River City Ransom came out, and I was like, "This is it. This mm-hmm. is this is my jam." <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I, Spelunky Dead Cells are definitely they're on my list. They're just games I could just endlessly play. I was just playing Spelunky coming back from the uh, from Arizona this past weekend. I was like, "Sweet!" I had my Vita charged. It's like, "All right," I played my Switch on the way to Phoenix. I played my Vita on the way back. <laughs> like, Give me some love. Miss you, Vita. I know, right? What's up with that? Like, I'm so upset that they just gave up on the Vita because it was such a great uh, handheld system, I I, I find. I mean, they did. Luckily, like, Limited Run Games still puts out games. There's, like, those random companies that'll still put out Vita games. It's like companies that still put out Dreamcast games. Are you serious? Kudos to you. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that was still going on. Oh, yeah. It is a thing. 
it is a viable thing. There are people who still make games for the Dreamcast. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you've also been, you, like you've mentioned, to E3. You've been to other expos as well. What's your favorite yeah. video game expo? Uh, E3 is just a spectacle. I mean, it's like the first few E3s you go to, it's, right. it's the event. It's like if you're in the gaming industry, that's the event everybody talks about. Like, okay. oh, what's going to happen at E3? Of I feel like E3 is kind of losing a little gusto. There's a I lot of people so. pulling out of E3. Right. So it's like, all right. Um, but for me, I mean, uh, I'm a big – Japan is – my favorite place ever okay to go uh and so tokyo game show every cha- every year i get a chance to i'm at tokyo game show 100 percent. oh i know that's one of one of my uh bucket lists is to go to japan eventually hopefully one time in my life you gotta make it happen it's one of those i mean i, I went it was with vic because uh, they were going out to shoot at tokyo game show okay and it was just him and our camera guy Enzo, and they were just going by themselves. And I was like, "Listen, guys, <laughs> if I book my flight, I'll pay for it. Oh, nice. Can okay. I roll?" And Enzo yeah. was like, "Bro, you can crash my hotel. Done." <laughs> so I, I made that thing happen, and it was just ten days of the greatest experience I've ever had in my life. Did you catch? And any- I promised I'd be back every year, and I've been back every year for the last twelve years. Have you caught any wrestling over there? Are you a New oh, Japan? Oh yeah, fan? I went to New Japan. Oh, okay, uh, perfect. Wrestle Kingdom last year. Oh fuck off! Oh, that's awesome then. Yeah. I had I wanted to go because it was Jericho's first Russell Kingdom. Okay. And I knew it was going to be a, an amazing experience. When I got off my flight, I took my you know the bus to the hotel, and I got off the bus. And the first person that passed me off the bus was Chris Jericho. Oh wow! Look at that. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Cheers to you, Jericho. <laughs> so, what do you prefer? I don't want to put you out on a limb, but are you a WWE fanboy or a New Japan fanboy? Oh, I'm definitely WWE is my okay. that's my bread and butter. So you grew that up on that baby. Yeah. So from the it's, beginning, it's, since you could remember, Hogan fan, all that back in the it, day? Oh, yeah, all that. I mean, I, I remember watching the first WrestleMania. Like, I lived in a, in the Presidio, which is an army base in San Francisco. Okay. And they, had, they were showing the first WrestleMania. So I was just like, what is this <laughs> craziness that's happening? And I've been hooked ever since. I mean, some people, there's a lot of people I know that watched wrestling right. growing up. It was cool in the teens years, you know, and yep. NWO and DX and everybody's loving it. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of fell off. Of course. Not me. No, I just kept going. Yeah, I'm exactly like you. I'm, I'm a trooper. I, I survived the dark years, and now it's worth it because just with NXT alone, it's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Right. I know. And speaking of NXT, you went to Phoenix this past weekend. That's right. I was there. I don't want to harp too much on it because on my previous episode, I had uh, the guys from Gato 5 on, and we sort of touched on the Royal Rumble slash NXT oh, nice. weekend. But, um, okay, being there live, everyone was talking about this that they were saying that the crowd fucking sucked there was no energy or whatever was it really the crowd or was it just because of the acoustics i don't know i mean there was a good energy uh especially at nxt is always a good show because it's 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 usually smaller and it's shorter yes thank you (laughs) they they, they narrow it they have it fine-tuned like some of these shows man like i i enjoyed i was at rumble last year also okay and and so it was just like match after match after match after match and then you're like wow men's main oh wow they're doing the men's rumble first they're gonna end with a women's rumble right exciting mm-hmm. like where this is going and then this year it was like you're starting off quick you're starting off with a bang all right here we go let's get becky and oscar out of the way okay she lost so she's definitely coming back in the rumble <laughs> uh, my hopes was i was hoping becky lynch would win the rumble or beat oscar right. and then still come out in the rumble win the rumble and then challenge um ronda rousey for you know champion versus champion and then it would definitely main event wrestlemania yeah definitely no question right now it's up in the air it could be a main event 
if well, I feel bad for Charlotte, who's obviously tried to push to make this the main event for WrestleMania so long, but now Becky breaks her face, and we haven't had that Ronda versus Becky match, so we're going to need it at WrestleMania. Or it could be the main event. I, I don't know if you've watched SmackDown slash Raw, but this week. Oh yeah. Okay, so you're all caught up. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, you kind of saw how Charlotte intervened herself already with with Becky Lynch. Mm, I mean, so. you have to because you, you got to know. If you're in women's wrestling in the WWE right now, you have to know that this match could potentially be the first women's match to main event WrestleMania. And Thank so you. I would definitely throw my hat in the mix. Uh-huh, yeah. No, I want, I want in on this. Let's do that. Yeah, no kidding. And who knows? Maybe it will be a three-way in the end. You never know, right? Could be. I mean, they still have a lot of chamber. Oh, yeah, that's true, fast too. Lane. And fast lane. That is also true. See what happens there. You never know what could happen. But yeah. are you a fan of the man? Oh, yeah. You love I her. I love Becky Lynch. Do you love her now, or have you always been I, a fan of her? I loved her then. Okay. I loved her back, back in the back in the way back, back in the old NXT days. I was Shut like, up. Oh. What? Anything, it's the accent. The accent oh, gets me. I'm sorry. It's okay. like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in on the accent, and I, I don't understand why Charlotte <laughs> Flair hasn't pulled the "to be the man, you have to beat the man" against Becky Lynch. Right. It would seem like it fits. I know, right? You got to beat the man to be to be the man. Charlotte, make this happen. I know, uh, unless they're leading up to something else. Yeah, I know. Unless she wants to stay away from that. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. So what's your favorite event that you've ever attended, live wrestling event, I mean? Oh, WrestleMania is just an incredible... It's one of those things, just like the, the when I went to Japan, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back every year, and I've been back every year. My first WrestleMania, WrestleMania 21, I said I'm going to be back every year. I had to work two manias, but other than that, I've been to every one since. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. See, I I was at WrestleMania 18, and to me, that was my favorite that I've ever yeah. live event I've been to. Even though it wasn't the greatest WrestleMania, it was still The Rock Hogan. So just that alone was worth the fare to be there live and to feel that. Yeah. Energy. I mean, I'm sad that I missed that. Is it just that crowd hype? Because <sighs> I just was watching it was unbelievable. I still feel the goosebumps from like I don't have a lot of memories from back in the day, but that one sticks out for some reason. Like I don't even remember where I sat, where I was, but I remember. <laughs> looking at the jumbotron when they locked eyes and then they were looking to each side and then the crowd was going nuts i was like oh my god this is why i love wrestling yeah i mean i was at uh wrestlemania 32 was in dallas okay oh that was a huge one one like just <laughs> over a hundred thousand people right it's just it was a sea of humanity i mean it was a small city all sitting in this arena mm-hmm. watching wrestling that's crazy it, isn't it it's incredible it's just such a i mean to see the amount of like the just the passion that it's the same thing for like video game like you go to gaming events right it's just a it's just a bunch of gaming nerds all hanging out talking about games you go to wrestling events just a bunch of wrestling nerds all hanging out talking about wrestling yep it's just the it's just it's definitely that same culture i mean the first uh was it the first of the last few rumbles i went to uh in san antonio it was the same time as pack south okay so i was at pack south working with twitch and we're just like hosting some events, and I was like, "Oh, the Rumble just happens to be the same weekend. Awesome, <laughs> going to the Rumble. Beautiful." <laughs> it was just like, and you see a whole bunch of those people at PAX wearing their wrestling shirts, also going to. So it's just, I feel like the crossover between brands of fans is just like it's very, it's a tried and true, diehard love of what you enjoy, and they're definitely the same in gaming and in wrestling. No, of course. And then there's also the downside. Like my favorite, my second favorite event would be that I ever attended was House of Hardcore. And that was at a, oh, nice. a sweaty fucking arena that had like 200 people. It was in the dead heat of the summer. It was about plus 40 Celsius. So that's just over 100 and 
100 and something. No, no, it was in Toronto. It was here in oh, Toronto. Toronto. Nice. And yeah, I mean, I, see, Tommy Dreamer is, is a friend. Uh, so we got to go to House of Hardcore last year when I was at the uh, Rumble in Philly. And I was in like the old ECW arena. And so it was just like being there. I'd never been in the ECW arena oh, before. So geez. I'm like, this is. That would be cool. Yeah, and tried and true in itself. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in the ECW arena where I've seen so many matches, and like even the, no the some of the random uh, wrestling I went to in Japan. Mm-hmm. It was like, holy crap, I'm in Kuroko, the like the I'm in the hall right now. This is Kuroken Hall is where this is where like Cactus Jack and right. Terry Funk had an epic like bloody just crazy blood fest match, and I'm I'm sitting here. This is this is where this happened. See, and that's why I also love wrestling, where no one's too big to go to a house show or to a, one of these indie shows, or and no one's too small to be on the big screen either. So it goes hand in hand, and I, I just love that about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to, you know, befriend a few wrestlers and just getting to chat with them over the weekend or just, like, throughout the years, just, you know, to, like, I, I see their grind. You know, I, I see all the stuff that they're putting in, all the extracurricular stuff they have to do. So it's not just the wrestling it's just everything that comes with it and just them being able to stick with it is like kudos to you my friend because you are living that dream and it's so true and i noticed that you posted uh that you were hanging out with the new day also playing some video games again going hand in hand yeah austin austin creed and kofi those are my boys and Uh, just them alone too exactly like austin having both wrestling and his video game now so-called empire on youtube and all that with up up down down right it's like how does he manage to do all this he just just started his twitch channel going so his his twitch.tv slash austin creed shout out to ac um he's just he knows man he like he wants to make games Mm. and so so he is the perfect blend of like if i was a wrestler i'd be that wrestler i'd be that guy who's introducing everybody else to new games and getting everybody else in on the mix when you know what hey you guys want to do something that's not going to take us you know way out of town or it's going to take us hours to get to we can just play games right here because i have this setup and i've got these controllers let's get to it no kidding and that's what he's so smart at it's like he could do it anywhere anytime he just like you said as long as he has his setup right after a show before a show even in the car if he wanted to you could do it yeah and it's it's amazing the crossover between wrestlers and gamers too. Like even right? like, like the gaming event that uh, there was a, a Cobra Arcade Bar in Phoenix, and they were they were just doing wrestling gaming events every night this weekend. So it was like after NXT, after Rumble, after Raw, after SmackDown, and wrestlers would just show up. They would just be like, "Cool, let's play some games." Like, "Oh wait, there's Austin Creed, there's Kofi Kingston, yeah, there's you know Jay Uso." Like, what? Samoa Joe's here? Cool. Nakamura shows up? Well, what's happening? What? Everybody's, just, everybody's <laughs> just playing some Street Fighter, playing some Tekken. No way Jose's playing Centipede. That's this is crazy. crazy. Like, what is this mix of worlds <laughs> I'm in? I love it. I know, right? It is. That's that's the perfect mixture, I guess, for people like us who are into this these type of genres, right? Yeah. So what do you want to see happen at Mania? If you had one one thing that you're like, if WWE called, if Vince McMahon himself called you on the phone and said, hey, Jose, you tell me one thing and I'll make it happen at Mania. What would you want it to be? Mm. Mm, that's tough. I mean, you got Daniel Bryan with his brand new organic championship, that's which crazy. I thought is amazing. I know, I love it. <laughs> it's just it's, it's the simplest things, but it's just like, right? wow, that's that's him burying the like throwing the belt in a garbage can was nuts. <laughs> um, I would have. I'd love to see the Demon versus the Dead Man. Oh, that's a good one. You know, I mean, I don't know that it'd be tough to build that feud now because I feel like it's going to be Finn and Lashley and so maybe a fast lane for the IC belt. But I feel like that's the trajectory he's kind of going on with Lashley attacking him on Raw. Right. Sort of. Looks um, I, I mean, it, the, the hype has been, you know, if you're a New Japan fan, Kenny Omega leaving. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing to have. 
Kenny Omega and AJ Styles and Finn Balor and Daniel Bryan in some sort of fatal four-way for the championship. Wow. Yeah, that actually sounds even better. Right. Like, I was hoping to... I mean, I knew Kenny wasn't going to show up at the Rumble. No. It was a little too obvious. Yeah. Um, and I think he's, he's still, like, he's under a like, no-compete clause for a few days, so uh, he, he can't do that. So what do you think is going to happen? You think he's going to go to All Elite or is he going to go to WWE? The, the beautiful thing about it is he can do whatever the hell he wants. That's true. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. He's going to make money wherever he goes. Um, I Obviously, as a, a WWE fan, I'd love to see him in the WWE because I feel like there's some dream matches that could happen. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the the... The one thing I have the like it's the the NXT growth into WWE. It's a tough, it is tough thing to pull off because having been to so many shows and knowing some of the boys, like you look at these guys, the guys in NXT are great. Like you look at like Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, yep. you know, uh, Alistair Black. Alistair Black's a, a different one, but a lot of these guys they're small guys, mm-hmm. and when they're on NXT, they're wrestling other guys who are the same size, so they they don't look as small. Like Adam Cole is a tiny, tiny man. Yeah, he's not that tall. Yeah, he doesn't go he, over. He's, he's super over. Yeah. Of course he is. He's super over, but <laughs> when he when you come to the E and you're putting him against Braun Strowman, you're like, that's mm. it's like Finn versus Brock. Like nobody gives Finn a chance. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but he put on a little bit of a show where people were like, well, shit, maybe he's, maybe he's gonna get him. I thought so maybe. at one point. I surely maybe. did, especially because he came out in the white boots. That tipped it off a little bit. I'm like, oh, they put him in that little angel <sighs> position, you know? It's very, like, it's very, yeah, it's very SummerSlam Rollins, right? Boot move. <laughs> um, but when he didn't come out as the demon, I was like, okay, he's not going to win. Yeah, of course. Because if he was the demon, he couldn't. You can't lose he as the demon lose. yet. Of course. Yeah. So I mean, I would, I'd, I'd, there's some dream matches I'd love to see. I don't know where they're going to go. Uh, obviously, Ronda and Becky. I hope it's just a one-on-one match. Like yeah. So main do I. event, the Mania. Yeah. So do which I. is going to be the talk of the show. Put it on at the end. Everybody will stay away because it's a long show. <laughs> I thought the Rumble was long. Holy right? crap. Not Mania kidding. last year was seven hours. Oh, so that means it's probably going to be even longer this year. <laughs> and e- but even for the Rumble, like the Rumble this year, like on the like I, we didn't get there. It was me and my buddy John. Okay. We didn't get there until the tickets say st- show starts at four. Right. So we missed three pre match. There was three pre match shows that we missed. Right. I know. You're just like wait. So I missed three matches, and this was still a long show. I know. Imagine the people who actually got there right at four. Yeah, that's and that's me at Mania. I'm like, cool. There's the pre-shows. I'm, I'm always and usually I get the little uh, little behind-the-scenes VIP access when I go to WrestleMania. Oh, so I'm just so like funny. in the lounge hanging out, oh, and you yeah. know, superstars coming by. I'm like, all right, cool. We're just chit-chatting, and I'm I'm missing a few matches at Mania, and Mania was still a long show. I know. Yeah, but you know so, what? I, I actually brought this up too on the last episode. It, it, it's everyone uh, complains about when WWE goes over four hours. But yet, New Japan shows, like the big ones, I'm saying, are usually always over five hours, and no one complains about that. Yeah, but it's a different beast. Like, WWE paper, you like you have the Rumble, which was five, six hours. Right. Mania's going to be another seven, eight hours with pre-show and whatever. New Japan shows, you get to see them ever so often, unless you have, like, the Fight app or you're watching it on New Japan World. Ah, uh, I never thought of it that way. It's, it's, the, it's the, the spectacle of getting to watch it is a different beast especially over here i mean over there i'm sure they you know they're doing all kinds of crazy oh, yeah. long shows they eat it up. but over here we just get them all the time and you're just like you look at nxt people love that nxt brand because it's quick it's to the point and yep. it's like two hours and done three hours done mm-hmm. wwe you're like three hours we're just getting started still in the pre-show <laughs> we're just getting still warmed up <laughs> yeah. 17 more hours to go all right okay i want to get into some ma talk too but before we get there i have to ask who's your favorite wrestler of all time 
again, it, it comes in eras, you know, like oh. Hogan was my dude. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, who was your 80s then? It was Hogan. Who was Attitude Era? Uh, Attitude Era, it's, it's a toss-up between Stone Cold and The Rock. Ooh, okay. It's just, it's a tough pick. I mean, I love Stone Cold. You know, he's just, his. he's one of my favorite people to interview. The Rock, I just love his attitude, his energy. And yeah. he's the one guy I haven't, he's like a lot of the wrestlers that I loved growing up, I've gotten to interview. Like, I got to interview Hogan, Warrior, oh, wow. Dusty Rhodes, nice. uh, Roddy Piper. Um, but The Rock is the one that's eluded me. Oh. And I will get you, I will get you, Rock. <laughs> I will find you. But Stone Cold, I've interviewed a few times, and he's just always hilarious. He's just always having fun, and I mean, he just loves being at the gaming events and checking out the games. And- right. Yeah, he comes off that way, even like on his podcast. He seems like that nonchalant who he yeah, is. Yeah, like who I want to drink some it. Broken Skull margaritas and <laughs> shoot the shit with Stone Cold. Like I just want to do that. Like, how do I get on Stone Cold's podcast? You know, like we should just take this the Dub podcast and the Stone Cold podcast, and we'll just get them together and fuse them into the three sixteen podcast. Hey, that sounds like a plan, man. Make that happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen. So, <laughs> what about current? Who's your right now? Currently, NXT main roster doesn't matter. Who's your current favorite? I love Finn Balor, man. You're a Finn Balor fan as well. I love, I love Finn. I just think he's, again, he's another one of those people I got to interview. He's just the super humble dude. He's not the biggest guy, but he's, he's, he's got a lot of energy. I mean, Seth Rollins obviously is a, is a workhorse. He had a hell of a year last year. He's definitely projected, like projected to fly through into this year. Yeah, I know. Um, I think Braun Strowman's sort of losing a little bit of that gusto. Right, which, which is unfortunate because him versus Brock, I felt like, is a mania match that people wanted six months ago, mm. and then they kind of teased it, and then Vince like strips him of his match at Rumble, and you're like, well, that's weird. And then Cena was supposed to be in the Rumble, but he couldn't because he hurt himself, so Braun had to take a spot in the Rumble. Know, that was all weird. So you're, like, you're like, well, maybe Braun's gonna win the Rumble. Could happen. No, okay. Crowd seems hype on Rollins. Let's run with it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what would have been better actually if Braun came in first because it's still a punishment. Because he came in so far in the in the back where it was yeah. like this is almost like granted to you. Like, would you rather have a mania? Sh- I mean, a title shot at Rumble or Mania? Everyone wants that mania shot. So it was yeah. almost like a promotion more than a dem- demotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was weird. I mean, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, man. It's weird. Like, there's some guys I w- I wish would get a push, but I feel like there's no way Jose. Just not only because he's my namesake. <laughs> right. He's got a hell of a name. He's, <laughs> my my name shines in bright lights whenever he comes out. But I, they they just he, I feel like he, at the greatest Royal Rumble, I feel like he did the same thing. He comes in, gets eliminated, dances out. It's just like I don't I don't get it. Like Vince McMahon's in the back, like can you dance? We'll go up there and dance. And then come back and dance. Yes, sir. What are you going to say? I know. It's so true. Again, see, it's that loss in translation that we were talking about when they go up from NXT. Yeah. It just sucks. All right. Sorry, sorry, Jose. I appreciate your name, though. No way, Jose. It is is catchy. Yes way, Jose. Yes way. Let's turn this around. Become a yes way, man. I know, right? He should just go full 360 and be like the baddest heel of all time and see what happens. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, he he's, he literally has to. At this point, what does he have to do? Because all the dancing is not getting him nowhere. Didn't work for Fandango. That's right. Didn't I, work for was it? The, what's the, the other Rose guy? guy Adam yes, Rose. Adam Rose. That's exactly it. That's what he's turned into. The Adam Rose, uh, like two point oh, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's being a rosebud. 
let's get into some uh, real fighting, so to speak, now, because you're also into MMA, which is very odd, because I don't find many people like this. I'm the same way. I love MMA, and I love professional wrestling, and I could separate the two. But a lot of people yeah. can't. It's either one or the other, and they always make fun of one. Like, you have the WWE guys saying that, look, these guys used to make fun of uh, wrestling, but now all you guys do is talk t- to get your title shots, just like in wrestling. And then you have the MMA guys, oh, you guys are fake, and so forth and so on. But I love both. I could separate the two, so there's no... And tell you the truth, I don't know which one I actually like better. Because if they were both on at the same time, I guess it would depend on the card. But to me, I love them both. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's still wrestling's number one. I feel like uh, I, I loved okay. early on UFC. Okay, first, okay. Like the first few hundred UFCs. Right. And just, then it just it's just become so saturated now. Again, it's, yes. It's it's not at a point where like wrestling now I feel like is is on that turnaround where it's it's becoming so much cooler again. You know, with especially with the elite guys and the, you know the AEW announcements. And of course. New Japan sort of taking over the Western market and trying to come in and showcase its stuff. Right. right. UFC and you know other MMA brands. There's just like it. It felt like when there was a pay per view every few months, it was something to look forward to. Now mm. it's like there's something every week, every few days. There's a there's a fight. You're like, oh crap! There's a fight night on tonight. Wait, this guy <laughs> I know. fought. What? I used to like this guy. I haven't seen this guy fight in years. Right. I mean, I mean what? He awesome. And then you got Jake Hager, you know, Jack Swagger <laughs> yes. making his his MMA debut this weekend. Like our truth singing him out to the octagon. That's he crazy. Out, pulls off a W. <laughs> I can't Pretty believe it. I, I didn't see any highlights. Please tell me he did uh, the We the People on his chest after he won. Oh, oh he did. It was his intro. Oh, shut yeah, up. He, say it with me now, everybody. We. It was like a few minute intro. Our truth comes out singing him. Oh, Ron Killing. Sorry, I don't know. He's, he's not our truth when he's doing MMA. And That's MC. right. No, he's he Ron can't. Killing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so Ron, Ron, Ron Killing sings him out to the octagon and he hits the We the People stuff. And yeah, and then he submits this guy with an arm triangle. And he, he gets up and he wees the people, all right. Oh, okay. I got to watch it just for that, though. But what yeah. you probably know better than me because you, you have some sometimes some background on these guys. What's the connection between Hager and Killings? Um, I don't know. I think they just came up together. I mean, they've been around for a long time. And I think they were just boys. They road boys. Maybe they were probably road buddies. Oh. Uh, but it's funny to me. Like I thought they were punishing our truth for doing that, for working that angle. That's why he got jumped by Nia Jax in the Rumble. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> then they put the U.S. title on him like the next day. So you're just like, well, okay, maybe not. The champ now. He's going to beat Shinsuke for the belt and defeat Rusev in the same day. Uh, yeah, I know. So now right? he's on fire. Hey, we'll see what happens. Well, you know what? I've always loved the guy, though. He's been, like, he, he, here's another guy, like, because my, my favorite wrestler of all time is Shawn Michaels, and I he's like the Iron Man. He could go forever. And yeah. I don't think Ron Killings or Slash R-Truth gets the credit that he deserves. People don't realize how long this guy's been wrestling for. Yeah, he's been wrestling forever. Right? Like, like for such a long time. And he's just been putting in the work, man. He's like one of those guys that are just, he's like, a, I mean, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, one of those guys who are like, this guy doesn't win. I was like, Kurt Hawkins is a former tag champ. Yep. He was beating The Undertaker in tag matches. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. See? Kurt Hawkins, two wins over The Undertaker in tag team affairs. Um, but uh, yeah, our truth man. He's like, he's one of those guys that'll just grind it out. And then him with Carmella, I think, was a perfect matchup because she was coming off her title run. And people mm-hmm. were just like, eh, uh, why, why do we give a shit about her? Oh, here we give her a little dance break, put her with the truth. And everybody's like, okay, get behind this. And this I, is fun. I just love his character. His whole head up in the clouds, and he never knows where he is. I love it. It makes me right. laugh every single time. 
which came out like his when he was in like Green Bay and he said the wrong city or something. It's like many years ago. Right, like, right. We're, we're, we're not in Green Bay. We're in, you know, Milwaukee. My bad. <laughs> okay, back to MMA. I don't know how we went back to wrestling. I guess it just goes to show we, I guess I do like wrestling yeah, more. I'm a, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the wrestling time. <laughs> okay, back to MMA. So you said you like the early UFCs. Is that all you watch is UFC or do you watch all MMA or did you watch the early Pride stuff and Strike Force and all that stuff too? Yeah, I used to watch uh, some of the Pride Strike Force. There was a Fedor fight. I went, it was like one of his, it was either his, like his first or second loss in forever. It might have been his first loss. Okay. Uh, Fedor, because I was like, oh, this Fedor dude's coming. This is good. I wanted to see him go to UFC when he was like undefeated and there was all right. this hype behind him. And then he comes and submits in like a minute. And I was like, well, that was lackluster. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And I went to that. I used to go to a lot of fights because the, when the UFC games were coming out, they used to do a lot of UFC events. Oh, right, right. And so, like, and so that was always like my the most awkward interaction I've ever had with anyone. It wasn't awkward, but it was just random. Like, I was mm-hmm. interviewing Dana White, and I was like, okay. Dana, man. <laughs> he was like, I was introducing myself, and he's like, hey, man, congrats on all your success. And I'm like, what? <laughs> congrats on your success, Dana. <laughs> Do you really know who I am, or are you just <laughs> like are you just saying this to everyone? Right. On your, like thanks, DW. Um, and then I tried to be the face of the game, and he said no. Oh, well. I, I didn't want to make that happen, but that's cool, Dana. I understand. <laughs> what is holding millions? What is holding millions of cops? <laughs> um, but no, it was always cool to like. I got to go train at the UFC gym. Oh, that's and cool. It was like got to learn from like I put a Chael Sonnen in a submission, oh, submitted him. That's cool. Tapped him. He tried to reverse it, and I reversed it back. Apparently, he's ticklish. Oh, there so you got, go. Got him in a tickle submission. <laughs> tapped right away. I don't know why more people don't utilize that. You don't know if your guy's ticklish or not. It's the easiest submission. Just grab a foot. Boom. You know what? Is that an actual rule? I wonder. Can you tickle know. someone? I don't know. I, I would think there's got to be some no tickle rule, but I imagine being submitted via tickle. Yeah, that would be pretty that embarrassing. You don't want that on your call sheet. Like, yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> the winner by tickle submission. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, who's your favorite all time? I guess. Okay, you have to tell me one because you've been dodging all these favorite questions. Uh, one of just, I mean, just as ref, like personal reference, Rampage Jackson. Okay, sure. Love Rampage. Jens Pulver, also another another dude who's super into gaming. Uh, super gaming nerd. Oh, really? Yeah, he's big time gaming nerd. He also has a, his own Twitch channel. Uh, him and Rampage, they're both extreme. And like, uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse, that I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Rampage is hilarious. I mean, just, it was, the first time I interviewed Rampage, mm-hmm. uh, I had, <laughs> like, he beat me up with an action figure of himself. Oh, nice. Because he just had, he's like, look at my action figure, he punched me in the face with it, and I was like, damn, that hurt. And then the, the next time I interviewed him was after he lost to Forrest Griffin. Oh, shit. And so I was like, Rampage, man, last time I talked to you, mm-hmm. you beat me up with an action figure. Then you lost to Forrest Griffin. Do you see what happens when you beat me up with an action figure? And he cup checked me so hard Shut that up. I didn't feel it until like two hours later when I was walking back to my hotel room. Right. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> why am I in so much pain? <laughs> <laughs> was like 10 years ago. Right. And so I saw him at uh, TwitchCon last year. Okay. And I brought it up to him. I was like, hey, bro, you remember? He's like, I don't remember that. And I was like, well, it's funny you don't remember because I have, happen to have the clip on my phone. Oh so I'll never God. delete this. <laughs> so he was live streaming the TwitchCon event. Right. And then he comes around. He's like, hey, man, at the, at, like, I'll come back around. You can get me back. And I was like, oh, it's on. <laughs> I'm going to punch Rampage in his dick. Oh, my God. On his Twitch channel. And I got him. I got him. Did you? I didn't see it coming. Pow! 
Oh and then he tried God. to get me back. And I was like, fucking, you can't re- What? What is this? You can't reciprocate on the reciprocation? <laughs> you can't reciprocate on the reciprocation. Love that. <laughs> Dick move, Rampage. Oh, my God. And he's another cool down-to-earth guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's a dick on purpose. You Thank know, you, like, yes. He's the coolest guy, but he would just be like, he does, he, he's a take-no-bullshit kind of guy. So what do you think of the current state of MMA? Like, are you like, we, well, we touched a little bit on it. It's very watered and saturated. And I wish there, I, there's so much of it. Like, I don't even know, know what's happening where, like all these weight, like you got multiple guys with belts in different divisions. So I'm like, right. is there really just like three divisions and two guys have belts in all of them? It's so it's, true. There's a lot to take in. If you, if you look away from MMA for a month, you're, oh, you're, you're lost. Yeah. It's so true. Now I, I have to pick and choose. Like I used to literally watch every UFC event and even Bellator and when strike everything. Now it's to the point, yeah, it's just too much. So I try and just watch the event where now at least I know half of the fighters. Because now you don't even know half the people who are fighting on the card, not like before. Yeah, and I used to love that. Like about the, Especially with the UFC games, like you can go yes. in and like pick who's going to win the fights. Even the UFC games can't keep up with all the UFC fighters because <laughs> they just keep adding new fighters over and over. And all these new guys, you're like, this person, you can't vote on this person because they're not in the game. Yeah, I know. Like, I understand the business part of it, but I think for fans and for the whole, I guess, whole UFC, it. I don't think it's good for business in that sense. Yeah, because how, how do you, it's like keeping track of everything is such a difficult thing. And especially because it comes, usually it's such a distance between the next time your favorite guy fights. I know. Like, cool. Like, I, my guy just fought. He won't be fighting for another five months. I'll pay attention then. I know, and that's the thing I love about wrestling. You get to see your favorites in day in and day out, unlike MMA where it's on a special occasion. Like even like people like now, McGregor, for example, you're only yeah. going to see him when he's getting a payday. You're not going to see him like how you used to see him every three months, right? So that's even worse. Yeah. So it's like when your favorite fighter becomes someone of recognition, expect to see them two, three times a year. Congrats. What about your thoughts on McGregor? Fan or no? Yeah, he's, he's got the <laughs> WWE personality, man. It's like he's he the rock of MMA. He does. You know, he, he will draw you into a fight, even if he's not going to win at all. Like Mayweather, fighting Mayweather was a huge deal. And the it first was. few rounds, he was winning because Mayweather wasn't fighting. Yeah, well, obviously. But if he catches him, if he, catch, if he, he clips him when Mayweather's yep. not paying attention and knocks him down or knocks him out, holy shit, the world go- just goes nuts. <laughs> That would have been incredible. I was praying for it. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to happen because you right. could just tell Mayweather's toying with him the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. then when Mayweather started fighting, it was instantly over. It was game over, of course. So do you think he's going to make the jump to WWE eventually? I'm not saying like as a full-time, but at least out of mania once in his life? If I mean, Mayweather did. That's true. That's right. You know, Mayweather fought the big show. Yeah, that, disappointing. Yeah, that wasn't a, the greatest. They had a guy like Elijah Burke, who was like 108 and 2 in his professional boxing career. That's right. Could have been a much more interesting matchup if he just put them actually in a boxing match. Yeah, but you know what? It skyrocketed Elijah Burke's career a little bit more than it did, but now he's to Pope. Maybe they didn't do it because then it would bring back Butterbean versus uh, Bart Gunn. Oh, man. The brawl for all. <laughs> Oof. Right? That was pretty brutal. So maybe that's why they didn't go that route. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I think they should have just set it up as a boxing match. I think it would have been huge. Mayweather got paid anyway, and he was obviously clearly going to win against the big show. But he, if they had just set it up as a like a legitimate boxing match with, between two guys who can legitimately box, I'd have paid my money for it. I mean, I was there. so <laughs> You know what? Even against the big show in a boxing match, because big show did a sumo match, why not a boxing match? Yeah, I was there for that too. Oh, God. Um, so you saw the big show's ass. <laughs> I did. 
Yeah. It was a, <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing that happened. Oh. Um, but, I mean, I, yeah, put, I mean, obviously, you know, the 400-plus-pound big show against, if he connects with one blow. I mean, if Nia Jax can break Becky Lynch's face with a punch. Yeah, see. I'd hate to see with a full contact big show punch to Floyd Mayweather's face would do. No kidding. Okay, so with all that being said, do you know of any upcoming fight that you're looking forward to? In MMA? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, Brock Lesnar. Oh, against DC? DC, man. Ah. Let's just just get it over with. You know what? It's true. Let's get it done. Um, I, I... I just don't know. Like the the Brock teasing the diverticulitis issues against Finn. It's like it's, it's, it's still bothering you because you get hit really hard. Uh, are you gonna crumble again? You know, like Alistair Overeem kicking you in the guts. Like you don't want that to happen. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I would hope, I'd hope there'd be a, a decent fight. Um, I don't know, like John Jones also in the mix. Like yeah. John John Jones and Brock. Oh, that would, would be, be a good one. Would too. be hilarious. Oh shit! Just to see, I, like I'd love to see Brock. I don't know if there's ring outs in UFC, mm. but I feel like Brock Lesnar could F five John Jones out of the octagon oh in a match, God. and it would be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be that first ring out. Like I think I win by ring out, right? We playing playing those rules? We're not playing ring out rules. <laughs> I know, right? I, they have some sort of rule about stepping out of the cage. I don't know if it's for if you're thrown out or if you physically go out on your own. But there is a rule that you do get disqualified or you lose. Yeah, and I you know, I mean, I would, there's, there's not a lot of people that can toss someone over the octagon. I mean, Stephen Struve, no. maybe the skyscraper. Oh, that's another. <laughs> he, yeah. he can reach up over it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would just, I think it would just make MMA the most talked about thing ever if Brock F five uh, John Jones out of the octagon. <laughs> just helicopter spins him over the top of the cage, and people are like, "Wait, what do we do now? Do they keep going? I think he wins. I think that's a that's a victory." Well, speaking of McGregor, how about this? How about McGregor makes the jump to WWE and has his first WrestleMania match against Brock Lesnar? Ooh, that'd be tough. You think so? Because he's, if you think Finn against Brock is David versus Goliath, oh. Finn's, got, Finn's got some weight on, on, on McGregor. That's true, McGregor, too. Just, like, there's a picture, I think it was McGregor posted, where he's standing next to the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's 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 just... It was just, it was just ruin all illusion if anything ever happened to Brock via Conor McGregor. Yeah, but see, I'm thinking more of the lead up. The trash talk between McGregor and Paul Heyman would be classic. It would be right, but that, but then that's that's just Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's got a whole <laughs> other grasp on the industry itself. He's on a different where, level, that guy. You know what I'm saying? And he can have a guy who's been the champ for as long as Brock has been, you know, with or without when he wins or loses the belt. But when he gets it. He he needs not say a thing, and people will be like, he's the spectacle. That's what I feel like Braun should be. Like, Braun needs that, you know, talking piece of, like, I mean, Braun can talk, but he's a monster that should be something that, when he shows up, you pay attention. Of course. Yeah, that's He has true. that mystique about him. Yeah, most definitely. Of and course Bronx he does. just had it for forever, and he's just, you know, he's been that guy. He's, oh, he's not going to be doing any moonsaults anymore or any... You know, splashes off the top where he almost breaks his neck. But he, know, he's still a, a monster when you look at it. I mean, he's a legitimate, pissed off, angry Minnesota man who wants to crush everything in his path. And he can. He literally I mean, he legitimately can. can. I know. That's the scary part. 
<laughs> like, I don't, I just want to do a shot with him. Be like, hey, Brock, what's <laughs> up? Keep killing people. Would you really, though? I don't, that's one man I don't think I'd want to even interact with ever in my life. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was at, he was at a, him and, it was funny because there was a UFC event in New York I was doing and Paul Hammond showed up with Brock. Okay. And it was just like, oh, yeah, Brock is here. He doesn't look like he wants to talk to anybody. I'm not going to bother that man <laughs> at all. It's amazing how some of the boys are cool, and some of the guys, you know, you know what? It's just best if I say nothing. Exactly. My gaze. No kidding. You can't get in trouble if you don't say anything. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I like to bring up sometimes uh, what's going on in the world every so often, and there's something that tickled my eye. A few, well, I guess a lot of things tickle my eye, but. A few weeks ago, I brought up the point. Now, now this is good. now you're going to see what the podcast is actually about here, uh, uh, Jose. All right, and let's, I don't let's know. Get down to it. I'm sorry, it's already went on a wrestling rampage. We, I don't. Well, well, we'll see the reaction. If you're still there after I talk about this, then then we know you're all on board. So, a few weeks or a few episodes ago, I brought up. Uh, I don't know. Well, you were just in Arizona, so I don't know if you heard about this. There was a woman who was has been in a coma, like literally almost all her life since a, a, a little girl, and she's in her 30s, I believe. And she's been in a coma and she's on life support. And apparently she gives like a, a little notification that she's still sort of up there. So if someone asks her a question, she'll be able to like squeeze your hand or she'll roll her eyes. But she can't communicate any other way. She's hooked up to machines. She doesn't breathe, all that stuff, right? Okay. So something happened where all of a sudden someone was checking up on her and they see this puddle. And all of a sudden she starts giving birth, her water burst. So a woman in a coma for this long gave birth to a healthy baby. So I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this world where you have someone who would purposely do this to someone that's in a state? And it didn't come out what happened. No one knew what ended up happening, how she got pregnant, nothing. So obviously someone had, I hate to use it, raper, right? Yeah. So it finally came out that there was this fucking scumbag who worked there that apparently was having sex with her on a regular. And this time, I guess the condom broke and that's how she got pregnant. So how long has this been? This asshole has been doing this to someone in that vegetated state. Wow, I think I heard. I I read something. I saw something vaguely about a woman in coma giving birth, but right. I didn't know the whole like story behind it. But it's so disturbing. It's such a. I mean, some of the shit that happens just in general. Thank you. It's right? just. It's it's an unbelievable. There's just. I just like I I don't know that I, I just don't understand that brain mechanic to be like. Well, she's not going to say anything. I know, right? I might as well. I'm just going for it. It's so fucked up. Well, someone always says, I don't know where I heard it before, but it's not coming from me, so I'm not going to take credit for this. But someone always used to say that if if you think about it, the most horrible thing you could think about, someone in the world has already done it. Yeah. And that's so fucked up to think that humans could steep to something so low. I mean... Yeah, it's 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 sad to think that somebody had to it, just stoop to that level of just just uh, you know. Uh, I know it's, that's exactly what I think because I was like you when I first read it. I was like, oh, someone gave birth in a coma. I was like, what the hell? Like, is yeah, she, she must have been pregnant and then went into a coma. Thank you. And then had this baby. Exactly. No, so that's what I was thinking. No. Apparently that is not the case. Well, you know what? It's a good thing I we think that way and not the other way. So yeah, <laughs> it means that we're not fucked up to begin with. But here's another I mean, one that caught my mind. So are you familiar with the game Russian Roulette? 
Oh, yeah, with the cops? Yes. Did you hear about this, yeah, too? I heard about that. That's fucked up. Uh, just like, what is... What the fuck are you doing with your <laughs> life? You're like, hey, you want to shoot each other in the chest until one of us gets shot? Cool. I'm in. <laughs> I hate to be laughing, but I yes. I lost the game. I lost the game. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, my I'm gonna God. I'm going to have to explain this at work. I'm going to need a couple days off. But here's the fucked up part. They weren't even playing it by the right rules. So, in Russian roulette... Okay, for those of you who don't know what Russian roulette is, you have a revolver gun. So, you have whatever how many chambers. We'll say eight chambers. <clears throat> you put one bullet in the eight chamber. You spin it, put it back in the gun, hold it to your forehead, then pull the trigger. These idiots were pointing their own guns at another person. Like, I barely trust myself. You think I want to trust someone else? What if they loaded it on purpose? And, fuck, like, I don't know. And now people yeah. are saying it could have been and a murder. shot you in the chest. Right? Be- I mean, good thing they were aiming at their chest. <laughs> no, let's not try our foot or something. Something yeah. that's healable. No, let's go right for the heart. Let's, let's just put my hand up. Put your hand up. Like, oh, I got a hole in my hand. Damn, fixable. I can manage that. Do something. But oh no, let me, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point this presumably loaded weapon at your chest cavity. Is that okay? <laughs> all right, cool. I'm going to pull the trigger. And if it shoots you... Who loses? Who? I guess you. If you get shot, you lose. Yeah, but who actually wins? Yeah, exactly. Who's the winner there? Be like, oh, I, mur- I murdered somebody. Well, damn. Oh I'm gonna God. go to jail now for murder. I guess I lose two. See, but now that's the ultimate peer pressure. If you think about it, because if you're the one person who says no, what do you think's gonna happen to you now? Uh, you're gonna live. <laughs> Well, I get. Not well, gonna go to jail for murder. Maybe if you think about it, because these cops don't seem like they're all up there. So maybe they're crooked to begin with, too, right? There's got to be something wrong with them. There has I to mean, be. I just, just when you think about the, the the situation as it lies out, hmm, I could either kill someone or I'm gonna get shot. Go away to jail for murder or be in the hospital with some pain or I could potentially <laughs> die. Which happens? Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna not. You know what, guys? I'm gonna sit this one out. I'll play the next round. You guys do the first one. It's so true. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good with that. You guys go first. I got oh. winner. Like, okay. I call winner. Yeah, I put my quarter yeah. up on the machine. <laughs> I got next. Yeah, I got winner. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking idiots. I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with people. Like, even this story. Did you hear? Like, Well, because I'm thinking more of like a sheep mentality. Like, one person said, yeah. Then the next one said, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the herd mentality, right? So, um... This was a few months ago. This is like around Christmas time. Um, I assume you're familiar with uh, Payless Shoe Store. Yes. Okay, so you know them. All right. So they they wanted to, because everyone makes fun of Payless Shoes. They're like, oh, yeah, it's garbage brand. This is, you're paying so cheap for shoes, whatever, whatever, right? Is, is this the, they did like a pop-up shop and selling their cheap shoes for a shit ton of money? Yes. Oh, you're yeah. on the ball this week, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I, I also heard of this story, just because my girlfriend works for eBay. So she's like, okay. this is genius. <laughs> It is, I'm isn't gonna, it? I'm oh. going to go buy Payless shoes and sell them for hundreds of dollars. She did not do that, but I, I told her she should. You should now because the time. that's what it is nowadays. It's You're not really paying for quality. You're paying for word of mouth and I guess what's trending worldwide. So they were selling, like you just said, 20 to $40 pairs of shoes to the markup of $650. And they went and they all sold out. It's true, man. It's uh, true. It's it's a funny, fickle world that we live in. Like, I was watching there's uh, this show on Netflix, uh, 
it's like Slobby Robbie or Robbie's or Slobby's World or something. Okay. And it's, it's about this dude who just, he sells 80s, like, retro stuff in Arizona. Right. I mean, ironically enough. But he would just buy, like, old rap t-shirts and, like, concert shirts for, like, five or six bucks. Okay, and okay. sell them for, like, $150. And people would buy them. <laughs> of course they would. And I'm, I watched, I had to watch this whole series. I literally sat there and watched this whole thing. I'm like, wait, oh my he's God. doing what now? Like, I got a bunch of old, like, shirts I could find at, like, a Goodwill or a thrift store. And that's what he'd do. He'd get, he found, like, this jacket that was just, like, uh, it looked like the thriller jacket. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, like, the, the classic red and black. Of course. But it was, like, reversed. Oh. So it was black and with the red stripes instead of red with the black stripes. Yeah. And he sold this jacket to it. I don't know if the story behind this jacket is true. I don't think it is. Okay. But, uh, uh, like, if you're watching the show, he gets the jacket at a thrift store for, like, $7. Right. He hang, he does a show a showcase at this guy's gallery, and okay. he spotlights that jacket particularly. He's like, yeah, that's the jacket Michael Jackson wore in the, uh, like, the practice video. Or, like, the, like oh what? Wait, what? And he sold it to this chick for, like, $1,000. Of course. Which <laughs> is like... Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you got any proof that he wore this? Like, this oh is the one. God. Like, no, he didn't say it was a replica of the one that he wore in the thing. He was like, "This is the this is the one that he wore." If you look at the behind the scenes video, this is the jacket. Oh my god! It, it was a jacket that was similar. I don't know if it was the jacket, uh, but I can. I'm gonna go find all these jackets online. Like, I have a Back to the Future two jacket. I'm just gonna say it's <laughs> the jacket Michael J. Fox wore. Exactly. Back to the Future is the one. You gotta buy it now for five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god! It's not, like for example, look here, here's a perfect example too of like the sheep mentality when it comes to buying stuff online. So uh, me and my wife like to sell our stuff when like if we can't give it to, to to like a charity or something, we'll sell it if it's still like in mint condition to help with the cost of everyday life, of course, right? Of course. So um, she goes on this Facebook page and sells stuff on there, and it's like a bidding war. So she was trying to sell something for the longest time, and it was something small. Like, you don't sell, like, huge items. It's something very small. I think it's more of a hobby than it is to actually make money off of, tell you the truth. But she loves it, so I don't care. It's fine. And it declutters the house, so that's perfect. Bonus. So she was trying to sell something, and she put it up for the longest time for, like, I don't know, we'll say, like, 10 bucks, right? Nothing. No nibbles. No one wanted it. But people would keep asking, oh, no, I'll take it for five. Oh, no, I'll take it for this. Like, always lowballing. So she's like, fuck this. I'm just going to put it up for free. I don't care. It's still a bidding. Even if I get a dollar, I'll get something. I just want this out of my hair. She put it up for free. And then all of a sudden there was this fucking bidding war and it went up to like 15 or 20 bucks. Yeah. Can, just because people were there and like, oh, someone wanted it. Oh, no, no, I want, no, fuck you. I don't want you to have it because I started. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell, man? This exactly is what humans are now. I mean, it's it's a true thing. It's It's such a, it's such a, you know, thing where if somebody else is interested in this, well, why why am I not? Thank you. Th- exactly, right? Let me do research as to why I should be injured. Why, why is this so cheap? It's like going to so many gaming events. Like, for me, I have the opposite problem. Like, okay. I, I keep everything. Oh. Like, I, I call myself, like, it's, I'm not quite a hoarder. Right. But I do keep all the awesome gaming shit I get. Okay, okay. You know, statues, dumb shit. Like, I went to E3 and I saw Cyberpunk and they gave away these Cyberpunk statues okay. that are still going on eBay for like five or $600. Wow. And I'm like, should I sell it? No. No, I think I'm just going to hold on to it just because I, I want to be the guy that just held on to this. <laughs> but some of the stuff, you're just like, man, like, you go to events and they give out, oh, here's a Skylander figure. Right. 
in day one of E3. And you come for your appointment on day three, and they were like, do you want this guy? Are you here for this guy? And I figure they're going for like $300 on eBay. Oh, my God. Like, is th- that's a thing? Like, really? For real? I yes. Know. Yep. Yes, that is a thing. That's so so that's why I, you see so many people like at E3 going for, oh, where are they giving away shit? Do I, do I care about this game? No, but I really want to check out you know, the statue they're giving away or the coin they're giving away or this they're giving away or the limited pins or something. I'm like, well, that's kind of defeats. I mean, I appreciate the fact that these companies are putting out stuff like that, but get, you know, let me, let me I'd much rather focus on, just focus on your game. Thank you, right? Focus, focus on making an awesome game. Like at D3 this year, there were people lined up to play Fortnite on the Switch. Fortnite was out. Mm. Like you could, if you, you could download it on your Switch, play it. Right. Why are you waiting in line two hours to play it on the Switch? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, unless you didn't have a Switch and you're like, I want to see what it plays like. It's but so true. No, it was just constant lineup every day. Yeah, it's everywhere though. Even at McDonald's, because I don't know about there in the states, but here in Canada now they have the like the fork at the in the road where you go through drive-through. So you, it's two separate drive-throughs now. And oh, okay. everyone always goes to the one where it's full of cars when the other one's just empty. There's no sign that says close, no nothing. But everyone's like, oh, everyone's waiting here, so I'm gonna go here. It's like, why don't you go to the other one that's free? It's like, oh my God, it so pisses me off. Well, it doesn't piss me off because I'm one of those people who go to the empty line and at least now I'm not waiting, but still. It's like, people, come on. You don't give away your secrets. Oh, shit. It's okay, I could edit that part out. They're going to be like, oh, I'm going to find these empty lines. That's where I'm going. What, what about um, like portable gaming on your like phone? Are you, are you into iOS and like Google games or all that shit or no? Yeah, oh. I can, I can, oh, I, uh, WWE Supercard, <laughs> that's my jam. Oh, shit, eh, really? <laughs> I play that game every day. Oh, okay. It's, just a, it's a stupid card game, uh, but it's got WWE stuff. Yeah, I'm I know like, exactly I, what it is. I mean, obviously, I'm a, a little bit of a WWE mark, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's on season five. I've been playing this game for years. It's oh, just no. like a simple, stupid game. I'll go, jump in and play a few games. Oh, I unlocked a new card. <laughs> oh, I got a new Becky Lynch card. Awesome. <laughs> Um, that that that's that's the one that's the one game I will play damn near every day. Oh wow! So are you? I don't want to uh, make you pick sides, but you Apple or Android? Apple. Oh, you are Apple. So are you yeah. aware of what's been going on with the whole FaceTime app? Yeah, I saw there's there's something something getting shut down for like I don't know, it was like distributing information or something. Well, no, even well, I guess it can't be worse, but I guess it's on the same thing. Where if you're on a okay, so. If you do FaceTime, and you, if you're calling someone and they decline, there's a way where you just hit something quickly enough and you, and their microphone is turned on and you hear everything of their conversation. Really? Yes. So someone could yeah. randomly call you and you're like, oh, I don't know this number. Reject. And now they hit some kind of, I don't know what it is. It, again, Google it. I'm sure you can find it. I'm not condoning people to go, but they're, they're already, I think they already patched it, but who knows? Or they're going to patch it soon regardless. But yeah, they were they were doing this, and it was fucking crazy. I'm like, wow, because I actually did that a, a couple of times. Someone Facetimed me from like a number I didn't recognize, and I don't know about you, but you don't really randomly Facetime someone if you don't know them. You know what I mean? True. So I was like, what the fuck? No, I reject. So I wonder if those were one of the people who were listening in, maybe. God, I mean, I mean, I, if somebody Facetimes me, usually I answer. I'm like, who is this Facetiming me? <laughs> and I was like, picture of my ass or something. I'm like, sorry, Facetime the wrong person, stranger. <laughs> Stranger danger. Uh, but that's, I mean, like people who find ways around shit like that, it's just an unbelievable thing. You're just like, wait, how does that even, how, who figured that out? 
See, exactly what I mean. Like, if you think of something in your mind, someone's already done it. That's why it's so hard to come up with original ideas nowadays, I think. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just laziness. I'm like, you know what? Is it really laziness? Or is it that we've come up with so many ideas that we're so stagnant that it's like, what the fuck do we do? And that, hence why there's so many remakes, so many sequels, prequels, and all this, right? It's true. All the great ideas are taken. Or are they? Well, I'm sure that, again, you could flip anything on its head that we've even even graphed. Like, think about it. 30 years ago, would you think that we would have machines as powerful as phones in our hands walking around, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like phones now are more powerful than the computers that sent the first space shuttle to the moon. Right. Really? <laughs> like, this has 500 kilobytes of data in this computer. It's the size of a building. That's uh, going to send a man to the moon. Awesome. <laughs> what could go wrong? No kidding. What can go wrong? Exactly. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Oh well, what can you do? You ready for the dumb laws game, my friend? You, you want to partake in this? Dumb laws. Let's do it. Let's see how good you are about the uh, American dumb laws. Ex-stellar, hopefully. All right. No in, <laughs> in no particular order. So the first three, you got to decide which one is the actual real dumb law that's still in force okay. in the United hopefully States. Hopefully I've not broken this law. Well, maybe you have. It depends. I don't know. Damn. All right. It's by state. So we'll see if maybe you haven't even visited some of these states. Who knows? All right. So in Ohio, it is illegal to have nude wrestling matches. In Pennsylvania, it is illegal to cook and eat any type of rabbit. Or is it? In Rhode Island, it is illegal to bite off another person's leg. You're going with Pennsylvania. It's illegal to cook and eat rabbit. Yeah, sounds far-fetched, but who knows? You could eat rabbit in Pennsylvania, my friend. Damn it. What you can't do is go to Rhode Island and bite someone's leg off. I should have known. (laughs) I thought it was a setup. I thought it was too obvious. I'm like, well, that seems like something you wouldn't do anyway. But at least there's a law about it. Like, sir, were you... uh, coming here to buy legs off no no i would wouldn't dream of such a thing good because there's a law against it what's the penalty for it that's what i want to know i don't i don't go that deep into my laws sorry i know i wonder what would i guess i don't know maybe a fine no imprisonment fine fine. it's just like a 60 dollar fine like wait what (laughs) i know something like so small that's a legs off for 60 (laughs) dollars Let's do it. That's not a problem at all. Give me some money. Oh, shit. All right, let's go for the next three. Let's see if you can get this one done. All right. In Nebraska, it is illegal to use corn on the cob as a sex toy. In Montana, it is illegal to show a movie that depicts acts of felonous crime. Or is it in Kansas, it is illegal to own an electric toothbrush? Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to say the corn on the cob is a sex toy. No. Not the corn shuckers. Well, if you're feeling frisky, you could go to Nebraska and shove corn up your ass if you want. But (laughs) because you can. That is not illegal, my friend. Damn it. (laughs) It is the obvious one. In Montana, illegal to show a movie that depicts acts of felonous crime. Really? Well, if you think about it. Like, who's policing that? Like, they haven't seen movies with crime in it in Montana? 
Well, felonious crime. What if it's not a felony in that state? Then they could show it. Oh, see, it depends on what their felony laws are. See? But and that's... So it's like, I don't know. That's tough. Like, they've never seen a horror movie in Montana? They've got to show horror movies. I'm sure. Well, it depends on horror movie. How, how well did Halloween do? Halloween, oh. which made a shit ton of money over this past holiday season. I know, right? I need, to, I need to see the monetary value for Montana for that movie. Because if it made zero dollars, then I will believe it. <laughs> I'm sure half of these aren't even enforced. On, or like you said, they probably don't even know it exists. I will go to Montana and I will seek out a theater that is playing some sort of just B-list terror shit show of a film. Ooh. Like, um, guys, I'm going to have to make a citizen's arrest here. This is illegal. <laughs> I show know. this kind of filth. <laughs> and you got to pay now. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have to pay this fine. Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars, yeah. Sixty dollars fine. Alright. Come on, you gotta at least get one. This last one. Let's see. Come on, my friend. All right. Focus this time. All right. Shanti. (laughs) Or is it a shante? Yeah. In New Mexico, it is illegal to drink tomato juice after sunset. In Utah, it is illegal to have sex in an ambulance if it's responding to an emergency call. Or is it in California, it is illegal to read a book while in a moving vehicle? That's tough because I would say the California one. But like, what if I'm a passenger? Does it say driver? Nope. I don't know. It doesn't say driver. It just says in a moving vehicle. God damn. Can you imagine if you're a passenger? (laughs) Like, uh, You're going to get sick doing that. So it's illegal. Uh, fuck. I want to stick with that California one because it seems like it should be illegal. Final answer? Mm. <laughs> the second one again? Hit me with the second one over there. In Utah, it is illegal to have sex in an ambulance if it's responding to an emergency call. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. That seems like something illegal. Alleluia. You have redeemed yourself. That is the I one. Have... I knew it. <laughs> would never do such a thing <laughs> or would they <laughs> or would they how many arrests have been made for that I mean it had somebody had to do it exactly right <laughs> somebody had to be like we need to make a law about this so you were having sex while going oh. to call like yeah but I was off the clock like I didn't know I was in the back doing it and then they took the ambulance out because there was an emergency and I couldn't stop because I was in the middle of it and that's true that's $60 fine $60 fine that's it <laughs> Sixty dollars, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad I got one. Thank so, you, Utah. I know, right? Utah, the wonderful. Oh, before I let you plug all your shit in and we say our goodbyes, I don't, I don't know if I should rub it in or if I should apologize because I know you're a huge Chicago Bears fan as well. Oh man! And I am a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. I was cheering for the Eagles, though. After, oh! after, I, I, okay. I, I brought my Eagles Zubaz last year at the Rumble because I was in Philly, and I was like, hell yeah, I want, I want the Eagles to do some work. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the block kick, double doink. Thank you. It was painful. It was, uh, it was painful, it? but then, you know, the Eagles went and lost the following week, so that kind of let me down. I was like, well, if you're going to beat the Bears, might as well repeat as Super Bowl champs. Thank you. That's what I was hoping too, right? Because they weren't supposed to beat the Bears to begin with. And I was like, well, that's one down. Let's see if they could do it. This sort of sounds like last year's journey. It was, they were on the path. I mean, you had Foles picking up picking up the trash for the rest of the season again. Yep, again, exactly. <laughs> Getting the team to where they needed to go. And I was like, yeah, don't worry, guys. I got this. I got you. 
quick prediction for those who listen to this before the Super Bowl. Who do you got? Mm, I hope the Rams win. I mean, everybody's like, oh, America hates the Patriots. Everybody loves the Patriots. Yeah. No, I just, I'd, I'd love to see the, the young upstart LA Rams, man. They're such a fire team. They bring a lot of energy to the NFL, especially in a time where people hate the Patriots. The people, nine Super Bowls for Tom Brady is ridiculous. Good chance he'll win, but I'm rooting for the Rams. So am I. Again, I'm going on your type of theory. <laughs> I'm going on your theory. I'm going for the Rams because the Eagles beat the Rams. So at least if the Rams win, I could say the Eagles bet the Rams this year at least once. Yeah, can't have any more of these NFC teams losing. <laughs> For sure. Until next year, go Niners. Go Niners. There you go. You never know. You never know. That's that's what I love about football. We get a healthy Jimmy G next year. We get Antonio Brown coming over to San Francisco. That'd be amazing. Hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, bud. You want to promote your shit where people could find you? What's upcoming? What you've been up to? Uh, sure. For, I mean, for the most part, uh, when I'm not randomly hosting some EP stuff still with Vic uh, on uh, EPN.TV, uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Don underscore Fubar, because Don Fubar was taken, son of a bitch, whoever took it with zero streams and zero following. Yeah, took nice. my shit, bro. Just give me back my underscore. <laughs> uh, but no, Don underscore Fubar is where I play most of my games, but the hop on right now and play some... I'm revisiting The Witness. Remember that game a couple years ago? No. Yeah, it's the Jonathan Blow game. It's just like an epic puzzle extravaganza that will melt your face. It's a very nice. difficult game if you don't understand. There's no descriptions. It's got some of the weirdest like hidden videos you'll ever see that are about God knows what. Right. But there's just lots of laughs sitting there shooting the shit. That's all that matters as long as you're having fun. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be having fun until I decide to pick up Kingdom Hearts 3 and start grinding the hell out of that it's gonna be a huge one those grinds i tell you the grinds are tough gotta keep it man hustle mania never sleeps beautiful and for me you can find me on twitter instagram finger styles you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app you could email us your comments suggestions thoughts anything you want at the podcast dap at gmail.com Go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, enter promo code THEPODCAST25 to get 25% off. Go to poppyapparel.com, enter promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D, get 10% off. Go to wehavemerch.com before February 28th, support me directly there. Listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and the Pod Bros Network. Anything else to add, my friend? Any final thoughts? Good times. Glad we get get to make this happen. Yes, I, I appreciate it. Any, anytime anybody wants to talk wrestling or video games, I'm in 100% all day, every day. Well, fantastic. What I do. If we don't talk before Mania, enjoy it, my friend. Hope it's a good one. Oh, it, it shall be. I've got a whole list. I have like six or seven shows for, uh, I've already got lined up. Beautiful. It's a busy week. Sounds great. On that note, he's Jose. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. <laughs>